Young Woman's Secret One. By disc. Big tits. As they say, first impressions are very important. The woman's tits entered the bar room ahead of her and caught his attention. She paused and turned to speak with someone while in the doorway, so Bill's first view remained for a few extra seconds. His only thought was nice tits. As she then passed into the room, he instantly assessed her overall as young, attractive and busty, but his focus remained on her chest. He loved large tits. He stared at the young woman as she crossed the room toward the bar. She had a large rack accentuated by a form-fitting top. The rest of her body looked trim and slightly too small for her chest. Bill guessed that her tits had been surgically enhanced, but that was all right with him. He visualized how her body would look naked and smiled to himself. The term Barbie came to mind. She was tall and lean, except for her breasts. They were too large for athletics or fashion modeling, but they looked great to him. Bill definitely wanted to meet this woman. Estimating her path to the bar, he moved toward the same space. There were no available stools and no waitress for the tables, so to get a drink, you had to find gaps between the seated patrons and hope the bartender would notice you. Bill squeezed next to the woman, who had reached the same gap at virtually the same moment. He acknowledged that she should be served first and introduced himself as they stood and sought to catch the eye of the bartender for both of them. Bill tried valiantly to ignore her tits as he exchanged idle comments with the woman about the crowded bar. He wanted desperately to drop his eyes and get an up-close look at her chest, but knew that would be sudden death to any possible hookup. He hoped his discipline in the first few minutes might earn him the privilege of sitting with the woman for a longer time and who knew where that might lead. As politely as he could, he offered to pay for her drink and asked if she'd join him at one of the high-top tables. She declined, noting that she was meeting her girlfriends. She casually gestured to some women at a table in the corner. He nodded and insisted on buying her drink anyway. She was served and turned to leave while thanking him for the drink. The woman said her name was Sue, and perhaps they'd see each other again. Bill got his drink and moved to a high-top table where he joined two male friends. Bill adjusted his stool so he could see the corner table to which Sue had gone. He continued to act discreetly, but stole countless glances at Sue's chest over the next hour while he sat with his friends and watched college football on one of the bar's TVs. The TV and his idle conversation were great cover for his surveillance. Her eyes met his as he was checking her out on one occasion, but he held his ground and smiled innocently. The woman definitely had a killer body. Her face and silky hair added to her appeal, but it was her tits that held his attention. He guessed they were about D-cups. Her top wasn't obscenely tight, but it was closely fitted and gave him a clear outline of her body. Her slim waist made her breasts look especially large. As the televised game ended and his friends left for home, Bill was disappointed to see the group of women also rising and getting ready to leave. He was taken by surprise when Sue broke away from the group and walked toward him. Reaching his table, she said, If you're not in a rush to leave, I'm not. Can I join you? 
Bill welcomed her and ordered them each new drinks. They exchanged names again and followed up with some comments about the game and the group Sue had just left. Bill knew one or two of the women in the group. Sue admitted that she'd vetted him with the group and those that knew him had vouched that he was an okay guy. The conversation expanded and they soon got to know a little about each other. They were both relatively recent college grads in lower-level white-collar jobs with higher aspirations. Neither had a significant other. The conversation covered a wide range of topics and flowed easily. After a second drink, Sue leaned in and whispered, I must compliment you. I'm well aware of your interest in my chest, but you've done remarkably well in being a gentleman. You've talked to my face almost all of the time and not been overtly leering at my chest like most guys do. Bill coughed and blushed. After gathering his thoughts, he replied, I have been trying. It hasn't been easy, but I've really been trying. I have an older sister who lectured me as a teen on how important it is not to be creepy when you meet a woman, especially a woman whose body you find incredibly attractive. Sue smiled and said, Wow! You get even more points for complimenting me while admitting you've been undressing me in your mind, Bill replied in an exaggerated county. Bumpkin drawl. Ah, shucks. I was just being honest, miss. Sue smiled, and Bill felt empowered to follow up by saying, You have no idea how hard I've been trying. I have a particular love of women who are, ah, well endowed. I know it's shallow, but that's the first thing I notice, and then I have to discipline myself not to be a creep. Okay. That's enough on that subject for now, replied Sue. You're now losing points by being too honest. I actually graduated from an Ivy League school with honours and have a personality. I am more than breasts. Sorry. So, tell me about your job. Sue chuckled at his feeble attempt to change the subject, but accepted his invitation to describe the sophisticated research lab work she was doing. Bill had to ask questions as she spoke, since the chemistry terms and equipment were foreign to him. Her job sounded important and complex. The woman was clearly very intelligent. He was also intelligent and somewhat of an academic snob, so he was pleased to learn that she had more than looks. They spent a half hour of talking about their jobs and various trends in their respective fields. Various college experiences came up and Sue revealed that she'd been a four-year member of her college's track team and the captain of the debate team. Bill tried to lighten the mood by saying, Okay, you've certainly convinced me that you have a great mind to go along with your other attributes. I apologize to you and every other woman I've offended by being too much of a guy. Sue smiled and said, Apology accepted. As your sister apparently taught you, it can be very frustrating when guys don't take a woman seriously. Guys seem to think being pretty or busty means a woman is an airhead. I've lived with that since my body started to develop during middle school, Bill replied. You're right. Since you're both pretty and shapely, you must get dissed a lot. Of course things are getting better. Force things are getting better. For example, each of the Xi shows on TV has attractive women characters who are smart. Come on. Those shows aren't pro-woman. They unrealistically populate each lab with attractive women in tight t-shirts to appeal to male viewers. It's the t-shirts that men like, not the women's intelligence, Bill said. Well, yes, but they are smart too. Ah, I surrender. 
I can't successfully defend my gender. Overall, we're lustful pigs, but I do try to convey a better first impression. You're wise to surrender. Men are pigs and you have done a good job tonight of disguising your inherent traits, Sue said. I'm going to have to leave soon. I've enjoyed talking with you. Bill responded that he'd enjoyed meeting her too, and added that he'd like to see her again. He concluded with, How would you feel about working with me on the charity marathon this Saturday morning? It's the race to benefit Steve John's hospital. Sue quickly said she wasn't a distance runner, and Bill clarified that he wasn't running. He wasn't running. He was merely a volunteer worker for the hospital who would handle last-minute registrations on the morning of the race. They talked about the time and place, and Sue agreed to help him for his two-hour commitment. He suggested they could have breakfast together following their shift, and she agreed. Soon thereafter, Sue said she needed to get home. Bill paid the check, and they left the bar with Bill offering to walk Sue to her car. The couple said goodnight at the side of her car, with Bill wanting to kiss her, but feeling it would be premature. As Sue slid into her open car door, she said, Bill, I'm thinking I may have given you the impression that I'm a militant feminist, and that isn't really the case. We talked a lot about our jobs and our backgrounds, but I know there was a question that you didn't get answered. She paused for a long few seconds. She then gestured for him to lean in close and then said, 34 double D and 100's natural. As she closed her doorbell, gave her a huge smile. She started her car and drove off. That had been their first encounter. He'd long remember how turned on he'd been by her bold, parting phrase. He'd never met a woman who had brains and class, but was able to leave him speechless with a sexual tease. She'd certainly made quite a first impression. Their Saturday meeting at the marathon was far from sexy. It was a cold, blustery day. Sue was dressed in a bulky sweatshirt and sweatpants, which hid her figure completely. Bill was disappointed, but recognized that this was not going to be a sexually charged morning. The couple put in their time at a table near the starting line of the race. Each of them worked diligently and made a real effort to assist the runners in answering questions and filling out the needed forms. They were too busy working to chat and the raw weather made the whole experience difficult. They couldn't wait for their shift to end with the start of the race so they could get warm inside the local diner. Once inside, they warmed quickly. Initially, Sue kept bundled up in her bulky clothes. After about 15 minutes, Sue said she was getting too warm and peeled off her hooded sweatshirt. Bill had to restrain himself from smiling too broadly at her new look. Her torso was now sheathed in a snug, long-sleeve t-shirt. Across the chest, in enlarged block letters, the shirt proclaimed on the top row, crime scenes, and below that investigation. I love your shirt, it suggests great intelligence, said Bill. I couldn't resist wearing it. It was a gift from a niece who says I look like the actress Eva Laru who plays Boa Vista on the Kissy Miami show. There's a resemblance, but you're much bustier. They had a nice breakfast. He continued to make an effort not to stare at her chest. The shirt made that difficult. Bill harbored a fantasy that she'd invite him back to her apartment for wild sex, but she was too classy for that. He was disappointed, 
but still very interested in pursuing the woman with a brain, as well as natural 30 Fords. Before leaving Bill, invited Sue to go out to dinner with him the following Friday night, which she accepted. He described where they'd be going, so she'd know how to dress, and she gave him her address. They agreed on timing and exchanged contact information. She dressed nicely for their dinner date in a tailored little black dress, which revealed some nicely shaped legs to go along with her great body. The dress had a high neckline, so there was no cleavage, but it was a fitted style which subtly exhibited her Barbie-like shape. Bill got to ogle the outline of her tits a lot during dinner, but still tried to be discreet in glancing when he thought she wouldn't notice. When he kissed her goodnight, he gave her a hug which pressed her chest into his. She didn't recoil, and Bill thought she might even have rubbed her tits against him a little, but he wasn't at all sure. In any case, Sue made it clear that the kiss was all he was going to get. She again teased him, as she closed her door by saying that she appreciated his continued effort at looking at her face rather than her tits, and then adding, I think they're worth the wait, but, of course, that would be up to you. The couple spoke on the phone several times and arranged another date for the following weekend. It was to be a casual evening at a local tavern with a light supper at the restaurant next door. When Bill arrived at Sue's apartment to pick her up, she invited him in and offered him some wine. Sitting next to Bill on her couch, Sue said, We both know that you're a big fan of large-breasted women, and that is what attracted you to me. I've been very forward with you in telling you my bra size. I'm not usually so bold and am still a little shocked that I did that. I've also teased you about my breasts being natural and by wearing my size shirt. I'm not usually a cock, tease, but you seemed so obsessed with my breasts, and yet so gentlemanly I couldn't help it. In any case, we need to have a little further discussion before we spend much more time together. Bill was unnerved and didn't know if he should be apologizing for his focus on her tits or if she was about to shock him with some strange body defect or mental hang-up. When he opened his mouth to try to say something, Sue held up her hand to silence him. I haven't lied to you about my breasts. I just haven't told you everything and I feel I should. A little background is probably a good idea. I developed larger breasts than any of my classmates when I was in seventh grade. Throughout high school and college, I was always bigger than those in my peer group. As a result, I knew the guys were all checking me out and the other girls were envious. I enjoyed the attention and my breasts became somewhat of an obsession with me. I knew men viewed me in sexual terms because of my breasts, and so when I was alone, I'd touch my breasts, and so when I was alone, I'd touch my breasts sexually. Starting in middle school, I discovered how to give myself sexual pleasure by playing with my nipples. They're very sensitive, and since I didn't date much in high school, they became an integral part of myself, pleasuring. Later, even when I had a boyfriend, a lot of my orgasms came through my breasts. I'm telling you all this since I think it helps explain my current situation. She paused, took a long sip of wine, and placed the glass down. About six months ago, I had a baby. The father was a guy I'd been dating for quite a while, but the pregnancy prompted him to run away as fast as he could. I gave the baby up for adoption since I couldn't imagine handling the responsibility of being a single mother. 
that was all difficult, but is merely history. My secret is that in the latter part of my pregnancy, I started to think about lactating. I'd touch myself and have sexual fantasies about my breasts being swollen with milk. When I gave up the baby, my doctor gave me some pills to stop my milk production, but I didn't take them. Instead, I bought a breast pump and started pumping my milk regularly, which caused my body to do what comes naturally. It produced more milk. I know it might sound weird, but just as I'd fantasized, it was sexy to be lactating. I enjoyed having my breasts swell at least a cup size. After feeling fat for several months, I liked my new top-heavy figure. I got even more male attention than I had in high school and college. My nipples became even more sensitive. And, well, since I've been lactating, my nipples feel hardwired to my vagina. Um, in simple terms, I have orgasms. I have orgasms every time I pump my milk. Bill was confused, but also aroused, saying, So are you saying you're still lactating? Sue replied, Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I pump my milk four or five times a day. Each time there's about four ounces from each side. I needed to tell you before you touch my breasts, since any contact will prompt them to leak. Depending on how full I am at the time if you were to handle my breasts, more roughly or suck on me, I'd squirt milk all over. I didn't want you to freak out. A smile came to Bill's face, but he was still unsure of the significance of Sue's disclosure. Was she saying he couldn't touch her tits? Or was she telling him she'd leak milk, and it would be messy? Was he being invited to suck on her and drink her milk? He didn't want to say the wrong thing, and hence said nothing, which created an awkward pause. Sheepishly, Sue added, I'll understand if that's a turn-off for you. I know you've had some fantasies about my tits, and having them squirt milk probably wasn't one of them. No, no, it's not a negative. It's just that I don't know what that all means. Would I be allowed to touch you? and suck on you, or are you saying your breasts are off-limits? God, no, they're not off-limits. They're hypersensitive and would love to have a man's mouth on them. I just wanted you to know that they wouldn't be the dry strip show tits you were expecting. Mine are working tits. They swell up every few hours and need to be milked. That would probably appeal to some men and be a relationship killer for others. Well, I don't have any experience with working tits, but I'm certainly anxious to learn. You might notice the bulge in my pants. That should show you which kind of guy I am. May I see and explore what you've been describing? You've made me both curious and horny. Sue laughed at his enthusiastic response and said, Come with me to my bedroom. I'd rather not have my couch get milk stains. As he followed her from the living room, Bill said, Ah, could you give me a little more guidance as to what I'm allowed to do? what you'd like me to do, and what might be off-limits. I don't know what you do with the milk you pump. You've gotten me very aroused with your talk of your milk-filled breasts. Can I suck on them and drink your milk, or do you have it committed to sell or give away? I don't want to do the wrong thing. Relax. Most of the milk I've pumped, I freeze and donate to the children's hospital every week or so, but there's no specific commitment. You can play with my tits and drink as much as you want. I'd love to have my milk drained by a man's mouth rather than the plastic cups of my breast pump. I might push you away if I orgasm too violently, 
but I'll probably invite you back in a minute or less. We're not going to have vaginal sex, but I'll take care of your cock in due course. I'd guess that working tits can perform rather well for tit-fucking if you'd like. It might be messy, but pleasurable. Wow, was all Bill could think of to say. Sue chuckled at his reply and added, I'll take that as a positive reaction to my depravity. I've been incredibly horny since I started lactating and haven't had a man to satisfy me. I'm looking forward to you enjoying my tights with me. When they arrived in Sue's bedroom, she said, Let me just remove the comforter. I'd rather not get it stained. With Bill's help, the comforter was folded and moved to a chair. Sue then turned to face Bill and he stepped in to kiss her while his hands lightly grasped her waist. Sue broke the kiss, saying again, Not to be too obsessive, but let's take my dress off before I leak too much and stain it. You should strip to your underwear for the same reason. Sue moved to unzip her dress as Bill stripped. Bill watched as the dress dropped to her feet, and she stepped out of it, revealing her body in a sexy set of panties and bra. Her hourglass shape was beautiful. She was certainly not fat, but her body had enough flesh on it to make her very shapely below her chest. Her chest was somewhat too large for her body, but that made her perfect for Bill's taste. He noted the bra seemed to be straining to contain her large breasts. Each cup had a wet area starting in the middle and extending downward. Being aware of his eyes on her tits, Sue said, What you're seeing is deeds swollen with about three hours of milk. I should be wearing an industrial-strength nursing bra in an E or F cup size, but nursing bra aren't very sexy. Full disclosure, I was only a D before my pregnancy. I don't know if I'll shrink when I stop lactating. Bill smiled and said, Too much talk and not enough skin. Let me take the bra off and see and get a taste of the largest, sexiest tits I've ever seen. She smiled and nodded. With that, Bill took a half-step to Sue's side, reached to her back to unhook her bra, and stepped back to her front. She peeled the wet cups off of her breasts. Bill stared at her tits. They were even bigger than he'd visualized, and the skin seemed taut from the pressure of her accumulated milk. The tight skin reminded him of some enhanced breasts he'd seen, but he knew he was going to suck on these and make them look more natural. The lower portion of each breast looked wet, and there were several red marks where the bra seams had been pressing into her swollen flesh. The reality of working tits stuck Bill. These weren't the airbrushed globes on a porn website. These tits were heavy with milk and straining to be milked. Bill reached out to weigh each breast. They were far heavier than any he'd held before. He brought his mouth in close and used his tongue to clean the surface areas that had a coating of milk while carefully of milk while carefully avoiding her nipples. He pulled his head back a few inches to better study her tits and said, Wow, I feel as if I should kneel in homage. Your tits are spectacular. The red marks look painful. You really should buy a larger bra. I'm going to try to be gentle with your nipples, but I'm already almost out of control so. Just hit me in the head if I'm too rough. His mouth encircled Sue's left nipple, and he tongued it to get a better sense of its size. He loved large nipples, and hers was larger than he'd expected. The one in his mouth was both taller and fatter, 
than any he'd touched before. His mind catalogued it as approaching gumdrop size, which was certainly in a class apart from the pencil eraser nipples one or two prior companions had offered. He thought of the expression bigger is better, and was truly amused at adding wetter to the phrase there was a definite coating of thin milk on his tongue as he explored her. It was a sensation he'd never experienced before, and he liked the kink of it. He was also turned on by the reappearance of milk after he tongued it away. More milk was continually oozing from her erect nipple. Sue gasped with arousal. Bill loved her big milky nipple, and her reaction to his touch made it all the more exciting. Since a mere touch of his lips had caused this much pleasure, he visualized her jumping off the bed when he started sucking on her. She'd said the pump gave her orgasms. His mouth would be better. Multiple huge orgasms would rock her and she'd be begging for more. He could feel his cock throb in response to the image. His mouth sealed itself around her nipple and he gently sucked on her. Milk sprayed into his mouth as Sue grunted and her upper body tensed. For a second or two he thought he'd hurt her. Her whispered, he'd hurt her. Her whispered, harder allayed that fear. He sucked harder and was rewarded by more milk and sounds of arousal. Sue's passion escalated and her hand cupped his head, holding it to her breast. Bill relaxed his suction, swallowed and then sucked again, causing Sue to pull him even closer as she gasped with obvious pleasure. Bill was in a new world. He continued his pattern of suction and swallowing but had no idea how long her milk would last. He assumed she'd tell him when to stop if it wasn't obvious to him. His mind raced ahead to wonder if this might become a regular event. Had Sue been hinting at that when she'd said she'd prefer a man to plastic? He wasn't sure if that was what she'd meant, but if she wanted him to service her tits, he'd be more than willing. The image of having her swollen tits in his mouth several times a day made his cock ache. That in turn reminded him of her promised titfuck, and that made his cock pulse with excitement. He started to worry that he'd come before his cock even touched her tits. Sue's scream and rough squeeze of his head as she orgasmed cut off his thoughts. At about the same time the milk seemed to stop. Bill didn't know if her excitement cut off the supply or if he'd drained that breast. Not really knowing what to do, he pulled back from her left nipple and moved to her right. Sue gasped as his mouth closed around her nipple and her hand re-tightened around his head. She panted, be gentle for a moment. Don't stop but let me catch my breath. Bill sucked softly on her massive nipple and felt her milk fill his mouth at a slower pace. It was a more sensuous scene than the lustful moments they'd shared with her left breast. Bill enjoyed the intimacy and could tell that Sue was also pleased by his more controlled milking. She uttered several oohs and other sounds of contentment. Gradually, he could sense her sexual arousal was increasing. That prompted him to suck at a slightly faster pace and with greater strength. Sue moaned with pleasure which turned him on even more. He started to visualize how her tits would look and feel wrapped around his hard cock and again hoped he wouldn't come too soon. Sue seemed to have several small orgasms and then gently pushed his head away, saying, You've drained me. 
Actually, you've drained both my milk and my horniness. I've never felt so sated. Bill moved his face back a few inches. He didn't want to be crude or selfish, but he hoped she wasn't so contented as to forget his needs. After a few seconds, Sue said, Just give me a few more seconds. I haven't forgotten that I promised you a titfuck. She paused and then said, My vagina is very wet. Would you like some of that wetness as lube or would you like to fuck my tits dry? It took a second for Bill to register the lewd words coming from this woman, whom he'd thought of as too ladylike to speak of as too ladylike to speak of spreading her pussy fluids on her tits for fucking. She was a lot hotter than he'd thought. When he got his thoughts together, he said, Wet sounds fantastic. Sucking on you got me so excited, I thought I might come before I got the chance to rub myself between your great tits. I've calmed down a little, but I won't last very long. Wet or dry, fucking your tits coated in your juices sound. Obscenely good. Yes, it does, she replied. Sue rolled onto her back. She snaked a hand down into her panties and brought it to her chest where Bill could see moisture being deposited between her mounds. She repeated the movement to add to the lube while giving Bill a sexy smile. She then moved a hand up to the outside of each breast, gently pushing them up and inward. The secretions spread out and stuck to her flesh. Bill didn't need any more of an invitation. He moved to kneel above her waist and lowered his upper body to rest on his extended arms. This lowered his cock to rest between her mounded breasts. Sue backed off with her hands to create more of an open valley. When his cock dropped all the way into the trough, she squeezed her tits together and enveloped his cock in her soft flesh. Bill let out a sigh as he felt her soft embrace. Almost immediately, he began to thrust slowly. The sensations transmitted by his sensitive cock to his brain were of exquisite pleasure. Bill wanted to see what his cock was enjoying. He looked down, but could barely see his cockhead appear and disappear as he moved. Her breasts were enormous mounds, all but swallowing him up. He loved the sight of her hands pressing them inward, dedicating her tits to his pleasure. There'd never been anything sexier. As they had both expected, Bill's cock erupted after just a few thrusts. Sue's upper chest received a modest shower, but most of his cum stayed trapped between her tits. Bill felt compelled to apologize for coming so soon, but Sue dismissed that saying she would have been insulted if he hadn't been so excited. She said he'd last longer next time, which he thought was a great way to say he'd be invited back. After a few seconds, Rest Bill rolled off of Sue, and she reached to a nightstand for some tissues. The exhausted couple lay next to each other, with Bill subtly enjoying an extended study of Sue's upper body as she cleaned up the mess on her chest. In her prone position, he couldn't make a fair comparison of her breasts after they'd been drained with how they looked earlier, but he noted that her skin looked less taut and the red bra seam marks had faded. Her tits were still obviously very large, and he longed to fondle them. Sue was aware of his staring and had enough self-confidence to welcome his inspection. After a minute or two, she observed, Even as we lay here, my tits are gradually refilling with milk. They'll be asking for attention in about three hours, 
rather insistent in four, and desperate for relief in five. I'm usually able to sleep through the night, but my life is dominated by my breasts. I'm usually able to sleep through the night, but my life is dominated by my breasts. Dedicated to making them feel good, and in turn, they give me great pleasure, but their schedule can be very demanding. While the feminist in me says my brain is more important than my breasts, the physical reality is that I'm controlled by my tits. Bill didn't know what to say, so he just nodded in understanding. Here's my typical day. As soon as I get up in the morning, I'll pump my milk and freeze it. I'll wear my largest bra and put absorbent pads inside to avoid leaks, even though I wear a suit jacket to cover up a little. I'll have some lecherous guys buzzing around me off and on throughout the morning. I'll drain myself at lunchtime. During the afternoon, two or three guys will make unnecessary stops at my desk, trying to get an extra peek. I haven't told anyone at work about my milk. The guys just know my tits are bigger than ever and like to look. I don't know what the women think. In any case, after work, my tits need to be drained as soon as I get home and then again before bed. I'm not complaining. I've chosen my current lifestyle. There's a part of me that likes having swollen tits that attract attention. The milking does get me off, but it's also a very impersonal routine. I know we both enjoyed your milking me. Do you think you might be able to bring your mouth into my schedule? Your mouth felt so much better than my pump. Bill's cock twitched. His small head was ready to move in with Sue and milk her regularly. His larger head recognized that he barely knew Sue. He had a job, an apartment, and an overall life that didn't allow for four milkings a day. He hesitated and then said, sign me up. Sue rolled over partway and raised herself on one arm, looking at Bill while he was staring at her breasts. In their new position, she said, Look at my face for a moment. This is serious. My body has physical needs that follow a schedule. I'm thinking we might both enjoy your participation, but it wouldn't all be about sex. The routine can be boring. Keeping to the schedule is important. Delayed milking gets very uncomfortable. Even painful. I can be bitchy and demanding if my tits are neglected. I can guarantee your breasts won't be neglected. I'd love to participate. I do have a job and some commitments, but I'm sure we can work out a routine. Okay, as long as you understand that it's not a teenage guy's fantasy. I know my lactation with no baby is strange, if not perverted. I'd guess that I'll keep lactating for another six to nine months and then give it up. I've become comfortable with my life. This isn't just for a week or two. I can't do four times a day unless we were living together and I don't know that we're ready for a 24-7 relationship after just a couple of dates. I assume less than 24, Bates. I assume less than 24. By the way, I'm not a teenager, but sucking on you regularly would be a fantasy come true. Of course, less than full time would be fine. It's what I had in mind. Let's get dressed and get some dinner. We can talk about it some more, and then perhaps come back here for a longer titfuck when you're not so excited. Later, you can do my bedtime milking before you go home. They went to the local tavern for drinks and supper, as originally planned, but had a very different conversation than Bill had anticipated. They were now partners in Sue's unusual lifestyle. Sue explained some practical aspects of lactation, such as the risk of sore nipples, how long the breast pump took to do its job, and her morning routine. Bill explained his work schedule, 
and the couple of evening groups for which he had weekly commitments. They tentatively decided Bill would visit before and after work Monday through Friday, which would be two milking sessions. He'd spend from noon to bedtime with Sue on Saturdays and Sundays, which would cover three of her milkings on those days. He wouldn't stay overnight, and for the immediate future, they wouldn't have vaginal sex. Sue pointed out that tit-fucking would be too messy for workday mornings. Bill volunteered that he didn't need to climax at every milking. Indeed, he thought his body couldn't climax that often. Sue agreed that was probably the case, but he should never leave with blue balls. She noted that she wasn't too experienced at giving blowjobs, but was more than willing to practice each morning that he wanted a release. After supper, they returned to Sue's apartment. They embraced tightly, affirming their new intimate relationship. They moved to the couch where Bill spent an extended time kissing her. After a while, Bill's kisses included her neck and shoulders. He gently removed her blouse, her bra followed. Sue cautioned about possible leakage, and they both removed their remaining outer garments. Bill explored Sue's body and worshipped her tits, while studiously avoiding her nipples. Her tits were truly spectacular, easily the best Bill had ever enjoyed so intimately. In addition to their large size and incredibly soft feel, Bill felt her tits were perfectly shaped. They could grace any centerfold of any men's magazine or be featured on any best tits website. Bill tried not to be too rough, physically but fondled, and caressed her soft flesh in every way imaginable when he wasn't kissing and mouthing her gently. In those moments when his mouth wasn't full, Bill complimented Sue on her body using socially acceptable terms and avoiding the crude words that ran through his mind. Bill was thrilled that Sue's nipples were so prominent and kissed them lightly. His cock throbbed as his lips touched her nubs and tasted the small bit of milk they were exuding. He loved large nipples and truly enjoyed playing with them. Sue's nipples were huge and seemed to be incredibly sensitive. Even the slightest contact resulted in a passionate reaction. He couldn't resist tonguing each one while holding it captive with his teeth. At Sue's direction, he didn't suck on them to avoid her milk, letting down. A new concept for him. She explained that if her body thought it was time to be milked, her breasts would react by opening the ducts and her whole milking schedule would be thrown off. It was obvious from her arousal that Sue liked his attention to her sensitive nubs. In fact, Bill could sense that Sue was close to achieving orgasm from his tongue and teeth on her left nipple, while his fingers toyed lightly with her right. Wanting to help her get there, he dropped his free hand to the area of Sue's venous mound and pressed against her panties. Her hips rose and she ground herself against his palm. Her excitement reached a new level, and in a few seconds, Sue's body shook with a huge climax. Thin streams of milk sprayed from each breast and then stopped. Bill's mouth caught the spray from the left nipple. The milk jetting from her right side landed on Bill's arm and thigh, which he found oddly sexy. In the afterglow of her climax, Sue whispered, You are indeed a gentleman. I could sense your lust and yet knew you were trying not to assault my breasts. Thanks for being gentle. Would you like to fuck my tits? Bill smiled and replied. Do I really need to answer that? Of course. 
Sue gestured to Bill to let her get up and that he should stay where he was. She disappeared down a hall and then returned with a bottle of baby oil and a large beach towel. Bill could see that Sue was looking at the furniture to assess how they could best position themselves to place his cock and her breasts at the same height. She settled on a decision and moved an ottoman near the coffee table. The towel was placed so that it covered the ottoman and the nearby floor. She sat on the ottoman, spread her legs, and gestured for Bill to kneel between her thighs. As Bill followed her instructions, he scanned her legs, which were well-shaped and decorated with thigh-high stockings held up by a black garter belt. He said, I'm compelled to say how great your legs look and how sexy the stockings and garters are. My cock is very excited to be invited between your breasts, but your legs are so beautiful as to be very distracting. You know where you were invited. No sweet talk is going to get you anywhere else. Immediately, Bill tried clarify that he wasn't seeking to be anywhere but between her breasts, and Sue seemed to accept that his compliment had been just that. Her hands cradled her breasts in a physical invitation, and she said, Move your cock in close, and I'll drizzle a few drops of baby oil on you. Not too much, since I want us both to feel your cock. Bill thought he'd come just from her words, but was able to nestle his hard cock between her breasts, and enjoy both the look and feel of her lubricating the tip of his cock. She quickly put the bottle down on the table and grasped her breasts to squeeze her flesh around him. This also stopped the excess lube from leaking down too far and caused the lube to lightly coat the inner slopes of her tits and his cock shaft. Sue told him that with about two hours of milk in her breasts, he'd probably get wet from her leaking. He assured her that would be fine. Sue moved her hands to grind her flesh on Bill's cock and said, Fuck my tits. We both know you've wanted to do this since we first met. I'm sure this afternoon's brief episode left you wanting more. Bill mumbled his agreement as he stared down at the incredible view of his cock buried between her mounds of soft flesh. They weren't as full of milk as they'd been in the afternoon, which made them seem softer and more sensuous. Since he'd thought they were perfect, before it was hard to imagine them being even better, but they were. Are they? They're as soft and fuckable as you imagined them to be when you jacked off on the night we met? You did beat off that night thinking about my tits, didn't you? Be honest, if you try to be a gentleman and say no, I'll be offended. Bill thrust between her mounds with greater force in response to her words. He gasped with arousal as he moved his aching cock upward and back in the tunnel she'd created for him. He didn't want to talk, but knew he had to answer her question. The memory of beating off that night added to his arousal. Of course, I beat off thinking about your tits. Telling me your cup size as we said goodnight all but guaranteed that, and you knew it. You're very lewd for such a classy woman. Sue smiled and added to his excitement by saying, That night, you didn't even know I swell out of my DD cups every few hours and grow to about an F cup. That's when I need your mouth. When you had your dick in your hand that night, you didn't know you'd be sucking on my big wet nipples and making me... Come by doing it. Remember, you'll be doing that gain in a little while and again tomorrow, several times. In less than a minute, Bill's breathing got heavy and his cock was erupting. 
Sue squeezed him more tightly to add to his pleasure, and said, Give it to me. Cover my tits with your cum, just like you visualized that first night. Bill could feel every ounce of his strength leave his body as he shot his load. His whole body felt powerless to move so he stayed still and leaned forward slightly to use Sue for support. After recovering a little, he pulled back and said, Wow. Sue smiled and said, Wait until Monday morning. My mouth can do more than talk your cum out. With practice my mouth will get even better. 